Alright, so this week we are discussing Shrek 2, the sequel to the critically acclaimed Shrek animated film. This movie's got, you got Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz again. We're adding Antonio Banderas, Julie Andrews, John Cleese, Rupert Everett, Jennifer Saunders. We've got a cat wearing boots. We've got a giant gingerbread man. We've got parents who don't want to accept who their daughter has married. We've got more references than you could ever hope for. And you've got Hunter who's supposed to jump in at some point, but he's checking his phone. <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm listening to all this. I'm just letting you go. See, Zach, you say so many things mm-hmm. about this movie. It's got a lot. So much so that, frankly, I could have let you keep going. Yeah, you could have. But none of that matters. See, the question we're here to ask is, but is it good? But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to cool. line up, but <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Whatever. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool. Hello. Welcome to, ep- I don't even know what, what, what number is this? 27? 20, give me a second. Give me a second. It's been a second. It's been a minute. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sometimes it makes me log into Transistor, and I'm like, why? Why are you making me do that? (laughs) (coughs) This is going to be episode 27. 27. Episode 27. Um, It is Father's Day. Oh, this is a part of the thing. I thought we were going to cut this part out. Oh, no. Great. (coughs) Hi. (laughs) Beep. Okay. Hi. Welcome to episode 27. This is episode... We're <laughs> struggle bus today. Oof. Yes. All right, cool. It's good to be um, back. Yeah. How are you, Zach? How's life? I'm doing well. Um, yeah. There's not much new going on in my neck of the woods, but you are a couple weeks into being a dad. Are you tired yet? I am. Uh, I'm always tired, but I was always tired beforehand anyway, so... Uh, but no, it's going... What? You have more energy than most people I know, so I'm I'm gonna call you a liar. <laughs> okay. Well actually, you know, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. Um no, it's going good. Uh he's starting to get his schedule, I guess. <laughs> Trying to get the, the sleeping figured out, which he's been pretty good. He's we we've we've had a couple nights. So I, I remember I texted you and I said I, I went to bed at five AM. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you were like, We haven't done that since we were like nineteen. Yeah, it's been a while. I just want to point yeah. out that I've been alive for 28 years, and I haven't found a schedule yet. And your son <laughs> is what? <laughs> alive what, for two weeks. Three weeks, and he's he's got two, it. No, two weeks, <laughs> two weeks and two days. Okay. Uh, but it's good. He all he does is eat and sleep and poop. So, you know. Same. It's living. <laughs> That's it. Living Every, the dream. Let me grab my water. Hold on a second. Everything else is um, tertiary to eat. Eating, sleeping, and pooping. All right, cool. Let's jump into this. We got a, an important game to watch later tonight, so let's mm-hmm. mosey on through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out, Go Hawks. Um, all right, cool. Zach, will you uh, theme song me in, please? Hunter's Shindig, yeah. 
When you need the news and you want the news, you got Hunter's Shindig, yeah. Beautiful. Wonderful. That was incredible. Great. So I've got some news I'm going to try and speed through. The <coughs> first one that I found was uh, the, the Knives Out 2 cast was revealed. I know that I had mentioned that a couple of times about Dave Bautista joining and then mm-hmm. I think Kate Hudson, but I think they released... The actual uh, cast, like the mostly the the full cast, um, of course now I can't find it, but Great. I'm gonna try and see what I got here. Um, we've got obviously Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. we've got Dave Bautista, um, we have Edward Norton. Yeah, I saw that. That's exciting. Uh, which I is like very him. Cool. Uh, Janelle Monae. Right. Yeah. All That's right. also exciting. Uh, Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's in WandaVision. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Mm-hmm. Kate Hudson. Right. Uh, we have someone named Madeline Klein okay. from Waterbanks. Okay. And we have Jessica Henwick from Iron Fist. Okay. Okay. So that's all we got so far. Man, you know what? Whether you didn't you say him or hate him, you didn't say Dave Bautista. I mean, we, you mentioned him, but when you like listen uh, them well, all off, I said that first. Well, yes, Dave Bautista. <laughs> um. You can love him or hate him. I don't know. I, I know that we're Ryan Johnson fans for the most part, uh, and we loved Knives Out 1, and I think we both liked mm-hmm. Last Jedi for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can assemble quite a cast. Yeah. So I'm excited for this. He has an ability. I'm excited for this. Uh, you have any other thoughts on that before I move on? No. I mean, I'm hype, uh, but I'm trying to stamp down my hype because, you know, that's how you get disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I get that. I mean, especially when the first one is was so good and kind of right. so like unexpected. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So I have a couple things that I want to mention. There's one thing that I want to have a slight discussion on, but I'm gonna try and keep it brief. Okay. Uh, about something that you said last week, which now I kind of feel. This is not it. First is uh, I'm gonna pronounce his name wrong. Uh, Hiroyuki Sonata. Okay. Who played uh, Scorpion in Mortal Kombat? Oh, I heard this. Yeah, he just joined the cast of John Wick Four. Right. Yeah. Which we, I think is tight. We are going to do the John Wick movies at some point. Oh yeah. Hunter hasn't seen them, I don't think. Um, I love them. I've seen part of one, P- S- part part of John Wick One. Solid, solid films. But yeah, that's yeah. that's really exciting. I've heard great things. Um, I loved him in Mortal Kombat, and I he was also in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um. He was also in Tenet, I think. Was he in Tenet? No, he's not in Tenet. He's in something recently. Crap, what is it? I don't know. Whatever. Um, he, but he's been great and all the stuff that, that, that he's done, so that's really cool. Um, the other thing, this is kind of a fun mention here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mentioned this to you, Zach, and this is not about movies, about anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, this is what I'm the most hype about this week, probably. Yes, but I, it's a, not about movies at all, but... Um, 2022. Yes, next year, uh, the trailer for The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild 2 mm-hmm. dropped. Or I guess it was the gameplay trailer, wasn't it? It was a very brief gameplay trailer. Yeah. We saw like, so we got a teaser last year, I think, that was yeah, like that was more of a trailer trailer, like a, like a, like a cinematic trailer kind of. Yeah, but it was it was it was a teaser because you didn't really see much. You saw like a skeleton underneath. Hyrule Castle. It was Gan- Ganondorf skeleton. It looked like at least. It was alluded that it was Ganondorf skeleton, right? And then you see the 
the smoke or like the the dust as the the castle starts rising up into the air. And then in this in this trailer, which is more of a gameplay trailer, we see that like we're gonna be up in the air flying and stuff. Link can go through the ground now. Did you see that? Yep. He's like crawling through the yeah, ground. Wild. And we saw we saw Ganondorf with meat on his bones. So he's been resurrected yes. or something. Yes. Um, exciting stuff. Just in case, just in case anybody's confused, uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm I'm a gamer. Do you consider yourself a gamer, Zach? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I enjoy but, a good video game. But there's definitely one thing that we do have in common, and that is that we both loved, absolutely loved, uh, Breath of the Wild one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when you got on to Legend of Zelda, but I remember playing Zelda Ocarina of Time when I was probably ten years I, old, and so I've loved Zelda for most of my life. Yeah. So um, my my experience yeah, with Zelda. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. My we're, we're remote again this week, so we're going to be cutting yeah. each other off. It's going to be difficult. My experience with Zelda is, I do you remember like the four stories games that came out? There were like four Ye- of them. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I had four swords, maybe four swords. Is that it? No, maybe it was four seasons because it was like autumn, fall. Yep, there was four seasons. Yep. F- autumn and fall are the same. <laughs> 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 you, you get my point, right? Yeah, I got you. Uh, fall, spring, summer, winter, whatever. Uh, I had like two of those. And then I had, I didn't own Ocarina of Time, but I remember like renting it from Blockbuster <laughs> back in oh, the yeah. day. <laughs> oh, know? yeah, baby. Um, and then I had uh, Twilight Princess. And then after Twilight Princess, I didn't play any of the Zelda games until Breath of the Wild. So I haven't played Skyward Sword. Um, yep. Skyward Sword's cool. I never finished it. I know it's kind of the origin of the Master Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Wind Waker. I haven't played Wind Waker either. But the, it, there's so, so much lore, and there's like a timeline that has been oh, drawn. The there's so three, three different timelines, yeah. I think, right? It's like a three. It branches into three mm-hmm. because there's, briefly, and then we'll get into <laughs> the movies. Uh, it's all one timeline until it reaches Ocarina of Time. Right. And then That's when it splits. Um, and then there's like the timeline where he's a kid. Mm-hmm. The timeline when he stays an adult. Right. And the timeline when he's an adult and he fails. Yeah. So I like three that. timelines. I like that dark timeline. See, that's Twilight Princess. Right. That's probably one of my favorite games. I think yeah. Breath of the Wild took over the number one spot in my Zelda games, but, Breath, but sure. for the longest time, it was Twilight Princess. And Wind Waker is an incredible game, too. So mm-hmm. um, that's a little insight to me and Zach's uh, fandoms, if you will. We are big Zelda fans, and so we're super excited about Breath of the Wild, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to mention that on my show today, even though it's not about movies. The That's next okay. couple of things are all, cens- uh, all essentially the same thing. Um, and I'm excited about it, but mm-hmm. <coughs> it kept happening to the point where you mentioned this last week, and I was like, oh, I get what he's saying. So I'm going to go through a couple of things real quick. I'm, if you haven't seen these, then you, I, you don't have to look them up if you don't want to. Okay. But Andy, Andy Machete, the director of The Flash, I remember how I told you that, how he showed Michael Keaton's bat symbol with the blood on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, I like this, but at the same time, I feel like there would be more hype if we didn't have these details. Like if like yeah. if you go in the theater and you don't know anything, you don't even know Michael Keaton's Batman's going to be in it, you'd be like, oh my God, you know. Yeah. For a recap so of last that, week, right? To that point, yeah. Uh, he's been teasing um, like the suits mm-hmm. of the heroes that are in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so he teased the Flash's new suit. Okay. And all it is is just like the the like chest emblem, just like with Michael Keaton. Right. Yeah. Um, and it looks cool. It's very different, very high tech. You know, in 
Zack Snyder's Justice League, he's much more plated, more armored looking. Sure. Which is fine because it's like a homemade suit. And uh, during the DC fandom, Muschietti had said that this suit's going to be made by him, by Bruce Wayne for him. Okay. Um, and so, and then he teased the suit of uh, Supergirl. Yeah, I saw that. Which uh, I don't, I, f- I forget her name, the the actress, but she has dark, she has short and dark dark hair, so she's not playing. From my knowledge, based on the comic books, she's not playing Kara's uh, Kara. Kara, however you say her name, mm-hmm. who's the typical blonde, you know, like uh, the CW show Supergirl is the blonde. Right. Uh, long-haired. There's like a Lara Zor-El, I think, is Supergirl in one, like canon one universe, and mm-hmm. she has the dark short hair. Okay, cool. And they teased her suit, and it has the red, like top half is red. Up, up on the top, yeah, and then blue on yeah, the bottom. and it's blue. And... I think it's interesting because, you know, the whole Restore the Snyderverse movement mm-hmm. and Warner Brothers is like, no, we don't want to do that. But her emblem and the material of her suit is the same exact material as Man of Steel right? and Henry Cavill Superman in the same sort of wavy, there's like a wave through the S design. Right. All looks the exact same. All that's cool, right? Yeah. It looks great. I'm excited for it. But then today, this is all in the span of like two days too, right? Mm-hmm. Today, a crap ton of set photos leaked. Oh, no. Now, here's here's the deal. I follow a lot of pages on Instagram, mm-hmm. and so I'll just be scrolling, and before I even really realize what I'm seeing, it's boom, there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's a yeah. lot of set photos of Supergirl in her entirety, in her suit, mm-hmm. flying, and there was a set photo of... Barry Allen in Iris West, which Iris West is the girl that he saved in Snyder Cut. And our first look at Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Wow, so that's a lot. <laughs> here's here's my thing. Now, if you don't want me to go into detail, I won't. But it, I mean, it's fine with me. Let's ask yeah. our let's ask our listeners. Okay, so here we go. Uh, s- possible spoilers moving forward here. I didn't hear any. Ob- I didn't hear any objections, so I think we can go ahead. Okay. All right, cool. So for the next couple minutes, there's a, probably going to be a couple spoilers for the Flash movie. <clears throat> but in these set photos, some things got spoiled, right? Okay. First off, how everybody looks. Sure. Um, I will say the the rest of Supergirl's suit looks great. I think it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a little padded, but no suit looks that good. And, you know, in, in, in post-production, obviously, we'll look better. I'm not worried about that. I think that's going to be great. Uh I think Michael Keaton looks looks good. That's not really a spoil. It just he looks like an old Bruce Wayne. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. His hair does sort of remind me of the Batman Beyond Bruce Wayne when okay. he was like in his seventies. Right. This sort of a slick, maybe not so slick back, but like a, just you know, which they've hinted at. Maybe he'll do a Batman Beyond movie, whatever. But there's some details that got spoiled because it shows Barry Allen wearing a, a ring. Which in the comic books and in the show, the Flash. This is gonna be kind of weird. Just bear with me. Mm-hmm. Carries his suit in a ring. Of course. And it like, it's sort of like Iron Man, where like it kind of like can just form over him. Nanotechnology. So it's like, we now know that that's gonna be in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I saw this and I was so like, so is he okay. just like butt naked and then he just like pushes a button on his ring and he's clothed? Yes, he never wears any clothes besides his suit. Well, uh, but. Uh, it's a it's a practical question because imagine if you're wearing like 
like your style and you you got your your chuck of boots on and yep. and jeans, some like skinny jeans and you got like a nice button up shirt or something, you know. I don't know why that's styling. That's I don't know why that's the wardrobe <laughs> I picked for this day. And then you push a button and now it's like all sh- shoved into s- a spandex <laughs> that's, suit. Yo, that's a that's a that's a genuine question. I get that totally. So uh, that's why I um, asked. In the set photos, he's wearing a very loose-fitting suit, so that'd be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like that's something that, you know, like I was looking at that and I said, okay, I get what Zach was saying. This is now, now this is too much. Mm-hmm. This is too much. You know, the set photos, uh, I think of like uh, the Batman with Brian Panson. Mm-hmm. Nothing got revealed uh, besides the first looks. You know, we sure. see Colin Farrell. Um, you didn't even really know it was him, but we, we, we didn't see... Yeah, we did see the bad suit. But, you know, it's like it wasn't any plot points. Now we know that Barry Allen's going to get his ring. And so I'm starting right. to be like, okay, this is – I do want to save some things. It was just like my reaction to the BVS trailer five years ago, mm-hmm. six years ago, however long ago it was, where they showed Doomsday. And I was like, shit, why yeah. do we need to see the movie now? Because now we know it's going to happen. Right. Why, why did you show that to us? And if we had taken that advice and not seen it, <laughs> imagine – Imagine society if no one watched BVS, right? That's just a joke. Have you seen seen those memes of, like, society if no one did X, and then it's, like, really futuristic and I don't think so. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have, I have, I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm kind of like, you know, I'm really excited because, obviously, Andy Machete is carrying on a lot of the stuff that Zack Snyder set up, Mm -hmm. and I... Not because I'm like, yay, Snyder. Like, I like his stuff, I guess. But, like, because I'm just like, okay, just keep going with the universe. Just just right. do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't have to be. There's theories that he's going to mess up the timeline and he's going to come back and Bruce Wayne's going to be old. Like, in the actual continuity, it'll be Michael Keaton and Superman's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have Supergirl. And it's like, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. You know, if Henry Cavill doesn't want to do it, that, whatever. That, that's cool. Just, just. Make a choice. Take a leap. Um, I'm excited that it's being made, but I kind of, I'm kind of ready to be like, just, just show me a trailer. Eventually, I yeah. do find it odd that, like this movie, we we've gotten all these set photos all at once, and we have a film like Spider-Man Three, where we haven't seen anything hardly, except maybe like a couple vehicles, mm-hmm. and we still haven't gotten a trailer. You know, right? It's weird how certain movies. There's all sorts of stuff coming out, and then for other movies, that's not... Ha- so, like, so I'm thinking of Spider-Man... It's probably on purpose. Huh? It's probably on purpose. Well, maybe. Uh, I'm thinking yeah. of Spider-Man 3, which I guess there's already a lot of interest for that film, right? And so we're not getting mm-hmm. a lot. It's, like, building tension. People are like, what's gonna, what's it going to be like, right? But then um, the Black Widow movie, I feel like we were seeing pictures of uh, the red guy... <laughs> The villain. I don't oh, know. oh, the 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 red guy's not the villain. Okay, Task whatever. The villain. What I don't the know. Masked out with the shield. Um, the guy the from H- Hopper from. Uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, Red Guardian. Okay, Red Guardian. I feel like we he's, he's like the Soviet Captain America. We we have we've seen teases of his suit and like different things surrounding that movie for. I feel like it's been years that they've been working on that movie. Yeah, it's been at least a year, probably. Um but nothing for Spider-Man. And maybe they're trying to generate interest around Black Widow because 
they think that no one wants to go see that. I, w- I mean, I don't really want to go see either. <laughs> so yeah. I don't really have an opinion on it. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It made me think of what you said last week. But anyway, uh, spoilers zone are officially over. If you want to go look up those photos, feel free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that was my shindig. That's all I got for now. Okay. Um, Zach, do you have any shindigs this week? No, nothing this week. We've been doing good, or we've been doing well enough, you know. Well enough, yeah. Cool. Well, we do have a new, uh, not a new segment, but a, but uh, we're making a tweak to a, our famous whiskey shots segment. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hunter thought, what could make this process better? And his <laughs> answer to that question, which he asked himself, was alcohol. <laughs> so I said, why don't we actually take a whiskey shot for every whiskey shot we have? Mm-hmm. Which we usually don't ever have more than like one, so that's fine. Um, let it be known, l- listeners, one, that you can't see us right now, so you can't even actually tell if we're doing it. Right. Uh, You'll be able to tell when I do it, because I don't drink that often, so I'm going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> So two, uh, neither of us have any plans to go anywhere. We are not. Right. And we're just having one little shot, mm-hmm. but I do have one whiskey shot. All right. Which means, which means we will have one whiskey shot after we after I tell this whiskey shot. Mm-hmm. And that is that my friend Whiskey's getting bold. She has been out and about, and she has been trying to get out of the house. And I came down one morning after letting the dogs out, and she was outside again, and she came walking in. So she and came like, in. She came in when you opened the door. Yes. I think what it was is that when my father-in-law left mm-hmm. way early, she went out, and then how many hours later it was when I came down, because uh, our sleeping schedules have been moved back, obviously. Right. She just came strolling in. Okay. Well. So she's getting bold, man. Little little explorer. She's she's scouting out the competition for the podcast. Mm. She's mm. going to other podcasters' houses <coughs> or studios yes. and and listening to them to give us tips. Give us feedback. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So, dude, now do we just take a shot? <laughs> this is your this is your <laughs> edition. Uh, I'm I'm down to do it. Let's do it. Do we do we count it down? Do we just do it? Do we what? I don't have to open this up. All right, ready? It's got to be a big deal. All right, no one can see us. Should I l- just scouts honor listeners? Scouts, okay? Scouts, scouts honor. Scouts on, <laughs> scouts are you an, honor. are you an Eagle Scout? I was never in the Boy Scouts at oh, all, actually. Well, then you can't I say Scouts Honor. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, then just trust us. Here we go. Bottoms up. Three, two, one. Ugh. <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks of <coughs> Athens circa mine 2012. Was r- mine was room temperature. Mine was two. <laughs> that was gross. <coughs> All right, let's talk about Shrek. Oh, wait, sing us a song, Zach. Whiskey shots. <coughs> whiskey shots. Does whatever a whiskey cat does. Meow. My throat burns. All right. We're this old. This is fun. Let's do it. We're old. We are old, man. <laughs> like, whew. Remember that time we were in Athens and, like, we had, like, a handle of Jack between us? That mm-hmm. was a pregame. Mm-hmm. I had a little shot. I'm about to, about to die. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Let's do this. Zach, do you know what time it is? It's time for Movie in a Minute. Featuring Zach Olson. Movie in a Minute. Uh-uh. 
a movie in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Talking about a movie in less than a minute. Just kidding. A minute exactly. That's 60 seconds. Yeah. 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 All right. <coughs> cool. Let's do it. Let me get on you, Zach. Yeah, I got to get my timer out um, because I need a timer out. That's my reason. Okay, are you ready for a movie in a I'm minute? I'm ready. Shrek 2 movie in a minute in three. You have your timer, right? So I'm not timing yeah. you. I can't do anything. Yeah, All yeah. Right, cool. This has been discussed. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have discussed this. Okay, <coughs> movie in a minute, Shrek 2 in three, two, one. Okay, so this is the happily ever after, right? So we've got Shrek and Fiona. They're on their honeymoon. Uh, Ariel gets eaten by sharks. It's hilarious. Uh, they go back <laughs> to their house. Donkey's there. Um, <coughs> they get a, a letter from uh, Fiona's parents. They want him to come to like a ball at Far, Far Away. And Shrek's like, that's a bad idea. And <laughs> I don't know what that accent was. <laughs> Shrek's like, that, that's a bad idea. And Fiona's like, no, we should go. Come on, let's go. So they go. Uh, and it's not a good time. Uh, Fiona's dad doesn't like him. The fairy godmother who appears uh, l- literally wants him dead uh, because her son was supposed to marry Fiona. That's a plot twist. So they find Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots doesn't kill him. And they team up. They figure out the fairy godmother's plan. He takes a potion, turns himself into a human. Fiona's a human. They get a giant gingerbread man and smash. And that's, that's 60 seconds, so we're done. That was it. That's the perfect. Film. You know what you know I've noticed? What? Is that we've, we're, getting, we're getting so good at this because we've, we've slowed down. So like we're so much more relaxed. We're just like, yeah. yeah, you know, this happens. You go back and listen to Man of Steel, the mm-hmm. first episode. I did it. I was like, you were panicking, dude. (laughs) I was straight. It was like go, and as as soon as you said go, I was like panic mode. Uh It's like the the stuff. (laughs) All right, cool. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Uh, Zach, who directed this film? This was directed by three names: Andrew Adamson, Kelly Asbury, and Conrad Vernon. Yep, and it was produced by Aaron Warner, David Lipman, and John H. Williams. Screenplay, yeah. Uh, what screenplay was An- Andrew Adamson, mm-hmm. Joe Stillman, J. David Stim, and David N. Weiss. Although the story uh, was written by Andrew Adamson, based on once again Shrek, the book by William Stieg. Uh, mm-hmm. And who did this music, Zach? Harry Gregson Williams did the music. Ah, yes. uh, editing was done by Michael Andrews and Sim Evan Jones. Yes, it was released uh, on May fifteenth, two thousand and four, at the Canes uh, Film Festival. The Canes Festival, and then released uh, in the U.S. four days later. Uh, runtime is only ninety-two minutes. Uh, a budget of one hundred fifty million, and this made. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Are you I'm kidding not, me? I'm not. They're not. This made nine hundred nineteen million dollars. Yeah, this almost theaters. broke a billion dollars. Yeah. Do you want to know why? I can tell you that why. That's amazing. Why? Before we even jump in, I can tell you why. Um, Tell me why. Because this film builds itself on the on the story of the first film, obviously, but it is jam packed with so many references from pop culture. Oh yeah, mo- uh, yes. other movies, TV shows, just like Hollywood culture. You know all that stuff that people would see this film back in two thousand four and get back in line and buy another ticket so that they could try and find more references in the theater. So yeah. people people I, were I literally that. watching this film multiple times in the same day. Yeah, um, it was great. 
So let's just let's just kind of. So our goal is to keep this within like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just dive in. Zach, first thoughts. What do you think? I I mean I told you what I thought last episode. I think you that you did. I think that this this film to me personally is is it improves on everything that was good about Shrek One. Now Shrek One will yeah. always be the original, you know. But um, I think from an objective standpoint, this is this is a better film, you know. Yeah, I uh, so I texted Zach and I was like, you know, I've never seen Shrek two, <laughs> uh, and well, well what'd you the think? Third, the third note on my notes is, oh wait, I have seen this. <laughs> <laughs> really? So it was, yes. So it was forgettable to you then. Um, uh, no, I honestly think that I saw it when it came out and not ever since, and that's okay. been f- fifteen years, sixteen years, right? Um, no, seventeen years. Good lord. Um, but I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I will say, well, I'll get to that at the end of the show. Um, I had a blast. I, the, the spoofs and the parodies and the references like blew my mind. Like I was like, these are great. There are so many, uh, dude. Um, the, I, like I have Lord a, of the Rings. I have a yeah. list. I have a, a very right. long what do you list. Have? What do you have? Oh, it, it's, it, I've got Lord of the Rings, Spider-Man. Um, there's a lot more. Well, so <laughs> you've got, you've got, I've got multiple lists actually. So you've got your references to like Disney films or other yeah. like fairy tales. You've got the Headless Horseman was at the, uh, the Poison Apple bar. Yep. The, the, the bar was called the Poison Apple, right? Um, yep. uh, well, I made a note, sorry to cut you off. I'm, I'm, I made a note where I said that I love the use of the different fairy tale characters, like mythology characters. Mm-hmm. And I said like small stuff, like the Headless Horseman at the bar, right. just stuff where it's like, you know, like it's not. Not like there's some huge linchpin to the plot, but it's like right. they're just they're still there, you know. The ugly or that the bartender the, the, uh, is uh, ugly like one of the stepsister. Steps yeah. You know that was voiced by Larry King. Larry King. <laughs> I was just about to say it's Larry King. That's so funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. So uh, Little Mermaid was in one of the opening sequences where she like. Yep. You know, it, and that in itself was like a triple reference where they're on the beach. And they're like, you know, having a good honeymoon. That's that's like a it's, it's like a shot by shot scene from a movie called From Here to Eternity, which is like a really old mm-hmm. film. Uh, and then the wave comes up, and uh, Ariel is like on top of Shrek, and then Fiona throws her in the ocean, and it's a sh- it's a Jaws reference because she gets like eat. So it's like a triple reference. Yep. It's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It's just it's so good. Um, uh, There's sorry, go on. Peter Pan Hook Hook was also at uh, the Poison yep. Apple. He's the Pinocchio turns into a real boy and says, look at me, I'm a real boy, which is, you know, a quote from uh, the original film. We get get Joan Rivers. Yeah. okay. we get the, hold on, sorry, we get the white Bronco. I lost my mind. Yeah, so you wanted me to go through the references. (laughs) I'm going, (laughs) I've got a long list here. Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) A long list. Keep going. Um, going. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, obviously. Yeah. and then other other fairy tale references. Uh, there's there are references to the Frog Prince. You know, I mean the the king turns He's, in. Yeah, the king's you know, a frog. Yeah. Uh, Hansel and Gretel. Uh, Jill of Jack and Jill is in the, is in the film. Little Red Riding Hood. Uh, what is she doing? She like knocks on a door and Shrek opens it or something, and she freaks yeah, out. Yeah, she was right? she was bringing like a picnic basket. Yeah, and she got scared. Yeah. Uh, um, Anyways, so moving on to like television references, there's there's a Beverly Hillbillies reference, um, where uh, Donkey 
is it, he says like swimming pools and movie stars as they're like pulling into uh, far far away, which is like it's a line from the song uh, at mm-hmm. the beginning of the Beverly Hillb- Hillbillies TV series. There's a bunch of cops references. Then uh, that's that's where the the white bronco comes in. <laughs> Dude, I lost it. I was like, <laughs> they have they have the the gall to do the white bronco. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I loved it. They're chasing the white bronco, and then the cops are eating donuts, um, and then they they pull out catnip from Puss in Boots. <laughs> we got catnip. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the Knights Knights TV show, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. The the. The mirror from the first film is like a TV, like broadcaster yep. for the E Network, which obviously yep. you know the E Network. Uh, they have Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers does the white car and, and yep. or red carpet, sh- and she plays herself. She voices herself. Yeah. And yep. the interesting thing to me is, I, th- I feel like at that point she had already started getting like you know like surgeries done, but she looks mm-hmm. so real, like so. She looks like Joan Rivers. More like Joan Rivers in the animated than she did in real life at that point in time, which yeah, is interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, the t- one of the trumpeteers in the when when the the trumpeteers come and, the, and they're giving them the invitation yeah. is doing the Hawaii yeah. Five O f- theme. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, donkey, who who are they fighting? Oh, it's Puss in Boots when they when they're fighting Puss in Boots for the first time. Uh, donkey mm-hmm. says, "Give him the Bob Barker treatment." Did you get that one? Yeah, I didn't actually know. So at the end of every episode of The Price is Right, Bob Barker would always say, and please be sure to spay and neuter your animals. <laughs> so he's saying, give them the Bob Barker what? treatment. Really? Yeah. It's like a, I don't know. But uh, he's saying, give him the Bob Barker treatment, like like neuter him. That's funny. Neuter that cat in this in this children's movie. Oh, I've got one. Sorry. Actually, everyone is where uh, Puss in Boots is the alien stomach buster. Yeah. 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 He's coming out yeah. of his shirt. That was good. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Blazing Saddles. Have you seen Blazing Saddles? I actually haven't. So uh, there's a big, like, dim-witted character named Mongo in that film, and the giant gingerbread man who like helps them break into named the castle Mario. is named Mongo. Uh, and when he falls into the moat and he's like sinking, he says, "Be, says, Be good. good," which is from ET, right? Yep. Um, I mean. The the when he's walking up to the castle and the the coffee is like shaking or whatever, uh, there are I mean some people think that's a reference to Ghostbusters or Godzilla. It could be uh, Jurassic Park because there's Park, a part yep. in Jurassic Park where the the water's shaking, you know. So, um, the Lord, uh, there's a there's a Mission Impossible mm-hmm. where they break them out. Yep. Yeah, when uh, Pinocchio comes down on on his little strings. Yep. Uh, the Lord of the Rings reference, where the the ring flies up in the air and, and yep. she catches it on her finger, is great. I mean, there's so many. Uh, yeah. Right after that, uh, I don't know if this is at the Spider Man, right? The honeymoon, but yeah, he gets the mud on his. No, they're they're walking, yeah. right? And and yeah. he gets yeah. trapped or whatever, and she kicks butt and then wipes the mud off of the bottom half of his face. Yeah, it's the Spider Man reference. Uh, well, it's just funny because, sorry, uh, because. Uh, we get to far, far away, and obviously it's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the sign and everything in the mountains. Like we were watching, it, and Hannah watched it with me too. Uh, which first, first off, she knows all this one too. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, but we were sitting there, and like we were both like, I think I just saw Burger King. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah. were like, and, and then gap. she was like, 
And she was like, wait, there's a gap in his old navy. <laughs> did like, you notice did you notice when Mongo comes in and they run out of one of the Starbucks? They run across yeah. the street to another Starbucks. <laughs> did you notice I that? I didn't catch that though. I didn't yeah. notice that. That's funny. It's literally across oh, the man. street. It's another Starbucks. I love that. Uh there's you know, it's called like it was like Farbucks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're all yeah. you know change of names, I know. Right. Um th- there's a famous place in somewhere around the LA area called like Bob's Big Boy, right? And uh mm. this this film when uh when the fairy godmother's like, You're gonna make me do something that I'm gonna regret. Um yep. and then she like breaks her diet, which is hilarious by the way. Um they go to Friar Fat Boys. There's there's a <laughs> bunch of Wizard of Oz references. So the I mean the fairy Yeah, the I'm I'm melting. Yeah. Uh, right. Donkey, I think, is I'm melting. Uh the fairy godmother comes in in the bubble. Uh, Shrek steps out of the carriage and says, "We're not in the swamp anymore." But uh, did you notice that the uh, the two t- trees that like f- like fought them in the Wizard of Oz were playing poker at the bar? No, I didn't. They're, they're, or no, they weren't playing poker. They were arm wrestling, and one of them broke the other one's arm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. That's funny. No, dude. Like, I I really really love this movie. I um, I'm about halfway done with the references. So if you want me to stop, no, I, I think <laughs> we can stop because we we're we're gonna run out of time. Yeah. Um, but I think you know, like this, <clears throat> I think this is just it's it's it hammers home a lot of the themes uh, from the first movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it sort of changes pers- perspectives on um, that, where now it's Shrek who has the sort of come to terms with his own um, person, I guess. Right. And he tries so hard to change himself to be somebody that he thinks Fiona wants him to be. Mm-hmm. In reality, you know, um, she doesn't. Uh, but I just think, I don't know, man, it just, it, it all. I mean, once again, it's hard for me to even like pinpoint stuff because it all flows together, like flows so well together. Um, yeah, it's it's restirring the conflict from the the first film, right? Which is like, yeah. what is my identity uh, in relation to what I think the other person wants of me, or this, that, or the other? But on top of that, like the in laws are involved, you know, and mm-hmm. it's I don't know it 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 it's a great way of like bringing the same conflict into a new context, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too, because <coughs> the, I mean, for me, at least I, I, I saw there's always sometimes a struggle, maybe not always, but I said always sometimes that's a, that's a contradiction. There's sometimes a struggle. 60% like of the time, all the time. It works all the time. Uh, you know, within a relationship, uh-huh. It's it's easy it's 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 easy to lose yourself in it. It's, it's kind of hard to carve out your own person sure. when you're in a relationship, you know what right? I mean? And so I, th- I I sort of feel like maybe for Fiona, at least towards the end when she changed back to her quote unquote beautiful form, her her, her human form, mm-hmm. um, I felt like I, I I could sort of see that questioning of like, well, maybe this is what I'm supposed to maybe 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 this is what I'm supposed to be. Maybe mm-hmm. I was wrong. And then the whole time, Shrek is like, I don't think she really wants me. You know, she wants this Prince Charming and to be beautiful. And then if I was that. Right. Because she. Because he, he reads her diary, which, first of all, from, like, no, don't yeah, do that. That's an invasion of privacy. Um, but it's also super. It's like from years ago. You know, it's it's pre Shrek, mm-hmm. which we, as we discussed last week, yeah. in Shrek, Fiona grew to the point where she's like, I don't, I don't need this fairy tale. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so he's looking um, at what her ideals were. When she was like a girl, 
before she was yeah. even locked away in the tower. Which another yep. thing, if you, you never lock your daughter away in a tower, that's not nice. Dude, that's so sad. Yeah, like when you actually think about that, like it was it was awful, mm -hmm. you know. But you can see Shrek working through that, saying, "Well, maybe she really still does want this, and if I was this, then her family would would love me, and it'd be easier." Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. So he tries to go um, change himself just to be approved of, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, there's this. In my opinion, there's this commentary of like, who has say in your relationship? No, I guess of your relationship in the sense of her parents, you know, her dad mainly, Harold, is like, no, this is what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, it's like, I think I would. Let, here's a newsflash. Most of the time, you know what's best for you mm -hmm. better than somebody else does. Which I have she to say, uh, Fiona's mom gets it, you know? She does. She does, yeah. And I'm not saying that's easy to admit. Sometimes it's hard for people to admit that to themselves. But yeah. in reality, if you're honest with yourself, you usually know what's best for me better than somebody else would. And so it's interesting to see. Um, and, you know, maybe for Harold, it was a fear of, like, repeating what he had done because we found out later that he's a frog. He's literally a frog. Yeah, which and I thought the whole thing with the frog thing was that if, like, it was another one of those, like, if you get a kiss from your true love, you turn into a human, like... Yeah, I thought so, too, but... So maybe they never loved each other. <laughs> I don't know, and it just, it it speaks on this interesting ideal. So somebody asked me this a long time ago, this guy named Barry. I don't know if you know Barry. Do you know Barry Odom? Maybe. Anyway, if Barry listened to this, shout out to Barry Odom. He's a good dude. He's a cool guy. Um, I remember he told me, he asked me something once, uh... And it's a question that I think is very, very powerful. He asked this about, you know, uh, me and Hannah, but I was like, um, in this context, it was a, r a romantic relationship, but it can be with any relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you could change everything about the person you're with to fit what you want exactly, right? Mm -hmm. Would you do it? No. Exactly. And the reality of it is, is like, no, because then you're no longer with that person. Right. With you're with this imaginative, you know, imaginative, mm -hmm. fictional ideal, and it's all the things of that of that person. All the I don't even want to say flaws, but like all all the nuances that make them who you want to be with, mm -hmm. or whatever, right? And so, um, it seems like I had a point to this, and I think I lost it. Um, oh no, I think this 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 film sort of with the potion and everything that promises happiness and love, yada, yada, yada. Right. Uh, to me, it speaks on this idea of like, if you could flick your, you know, you know, be like Thanos and snap your fingers and everything goes to how you think it should be. Would you actually be satisfied? Would you actually be happy? Are you asking me if you had the chance to change your fate? Would you? <laughs> is, is that what you're asking me? I get, well, no, I don't want to say fate. It was, just a, it was just a joke. Um, no, I know. <clears throat> so if like I, I'm just saying, like, that's a, that's a common thing where it's like, if I had all this stuff, I'd be happy, but in reality, you know? Right. Um, I mean, I, I definitely think there are certain things that if I could snap my fingers and have them, uh, it would increase my happiness. Like, if I could snap my fingers and uh, I didn't have to worry about, like, debt. Yes, I yeah I understand or that. Or like, I understand that. but 
you know, figuring out where my next meal is going to come from or something along those lines. Yes, I get that. But in also, in, I guess, in, in a counter to that is like, mm-hmm. you know, the age old thing of like, oh, if I just had more money. But yeah. like, would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, is that really it? Well, I mean, you know? s- studies show that after you make about $100,000 a year, the happiness level drops off, you know, because the stress level increases from your job probably and this, that, and the other. Yeah, like there's other factors that go into that. Now, mm-hmm. if I think what you're saying, see, you didn't say if I just had more money. Right. If you said if I had enough to get out of debt. Sure. That's a different thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think everybody should try and get out of debt. But it's like, I just... That's not that's not life. If you know, I like could, that's that's not relationship. I will I will say that if I could snap my fingers and life was the exact same, except instead of having to go to work, I could just like take a bath, and that's all I did <laughs> all day. Like yeah, that would that'd be great. See, yeah, right. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> but I'm saying like that actually in in a weird way speaks to my point even more, because it's like there are things that. That we actually, I guess, our self care that are mm-hmm. that that help us. Something as simple as like a hot bath. Mm-hmm. Look, there's a there's a stupid ass stigma, in my opinion, about men and taking hot baths. They're awesome. I love them. You know right? what? Screw that stigma. I take <laughs> I take a hot bath anytime I get a chance. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying like those things. I don't really, I don't really know if I count those, but it's like anything that you think you need or have to be where mm-hmm. it's like for me it's like okay if i'm like okay i gotta be this version of myself so so and so will think i'm nice right okay 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 Th- then i'll be happy if so and so thinks i'm nice or likes me then i'll be happy that's that's a lie that's yeah. not real yeah because you could be like i like you but i hate myself right you know and so i think maybe it's speaks on the willingness to try is important like shrek was like i'm willing to do this for you because i love you but if the love is reciprocated for her to, to be like i want the ogre i married mm-hmm. like i appreciate that you're willing to go to these lengths for me but i want you i feel like the maybe am i am no I, I think you're, you're you're on you're on point i think the main yeah. conflict in this film the main issue uh which is the 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 chasm between Shrek and Fiona again came down to miscommunication. So like we said, Shrek reads her journal. That was her as a girl. So like, obviously that's not what she wants now. She was frustrated before he left, but I think she was more so frustrated with her parents. She was taking it out on Shrek. Like that's a stressful situation for anyone to be in. And like he, mm. he didn't help. Right. Cause he like yelled at uh, uh, her dad and like threw a pig in the air and you know, all that yep. stuff at dinner. Um, and, and beyond that, uh, so he takes the potion because he thinks that's what she wants, you know, blah, 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 blah. They come back into the city, ch-ch-ch-ch-change is his plan. And he goes in the room and the fairy godmother like locks him in and she's like, look, she's happy. And she points at Fiona with Prince Charming, right? But Fiona thinks it's Shrek. She hasn't caught on to the fact that it's not Shrek yet, right? So Shrek is seeing this and from his perspective, he's thinking oh, she's with Prince Charming, she wants Prince Charming. But from her perspective, she's like, what's going on here? But again, that's like a, a it, it's the same thing from the first film where he like walks up to the door and hears her talking, doesn't get the whole story and like gets really down on himself. That's the same thing that happens in this movie, right? Where he like sees yeah. something, he doesn't have the whole story and he gets really down on himself. Yeah. Yeah. 
I totally get that. Um, so I think maybe what Shrek is about is just says, ha- saying have clear communication. <laughs> clear communication and, and, you know, put those set expectations up front with whoever you're in a relationship yeah. with, you know? Yep. That's, yep. That's I, I just think, like, I was talking to, my, to my, my mom earlier about Shrek, and I was like, this is art. And she was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> no, seriously. I was like, think about it. Like, this movie, these films have a lot to say that's really important. Mm-hmm. Not just for kids, not just for fairy tales, but for anybody. Right. Um, a lot of the humor in these so films uh, is aimed at adults. And a lot of the messaging is, is aimed at adults, too, you know? Yeah, like a kid. Yeah, a kid isn't going. I didn't mean to hijack this, but a kid isn't no, going to understand the tension of meeting the in-laws and like knowing that you're not going to live up to their expectations and all that stuff, you know. But the parents see that and they're like, "Oh, this is hilarious! Like, I could see this happening or whatever." Right now, you continue yep. what you were going to say, Hunter, because no, just, you have a voice. <laughs> I was just saying, like, I think, um. It, it definitely speaks on relevant things, and I think it does a very, very good job. I think it wraps it in a package that's easy to digest. And not just that, but I think it's enjoyable to watch. I think it's well mm-hmm. done. But I think it's like it has so much heart. These movies have so much heart. I think that's 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 the like the gist of it. Yeah. Is that, um, you know, like, I don't know. Like, even for Harold, I felt bad for him at the end. I was like, man, he's lived a life... As somebody, he's not. His entire, you know, just because he thought he had to, so someone would love him. I mean, if you were a frog, though, wouldn't you, <laughs> wouldn't you rather be I a mean, human? I, g- <laughs> I, I get it, but in the world that they live in. <laughs> now, hold on a second. Uh, to your point, would she have fallen in love with him if he was just a frog? I doubt it. Right. <laughs> he wouldn't but have been I'm the king, like, right? You I can't be a king if you're a frog. I think it does... How did he become king then? That's an interesting question too. Well, the the fairy tale is the frog prince, but the like if ah. there's a frog prince and a human prince, who are they gonna make the king, right? So he yeah. had to become a human to become the king, I'm guessing. Yeah, true. I just think like I think at its core that's somebody who's like, I've been living behind a facade my entire life because mm-hmm. I thought I had to so my wife would love me or something like that. Um and at the end, she does. She ends up saying, "She's like, I love you, warts and all." Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think like she, that's she, just important. She even says, "Like you're, I see you as more of a man now than I ever did before, even though you're yeah. a frog." I think she says something like that. Yeah. Maybe I made that up. Yeah, something like I'm, like I'm more proud. I think it's like I'm more proud of the man you are. Okay. Now than I have so something like that. Yeah. Um, but real quick, while because we can, you know, we dive into this stuff for for forever mm-hmm. um let's just run through some characters so because so we have a lot of new characters a lot of the characters from the first movie are, are kind of sidelined like pinocchio and the, the gingerbread man and uh the big bad wolf and the blind mm-hmm. mice but they make an appearance here and there um i think they're great though but what do you think of i personally hated uh fairy godmother and i was supposed to what she I mean, sucked. I mean, you, you, you. Okay, so let's let's differentiate. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate her depiction. I thought she was very well done. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, she's I the villain, I, but but okay. I but I hated her. I think I think she is great as the villain. I loved her as yeah. the villain. I hated her because like you don't mess with my boy Shrek, right? That's that's how mm. I feel. I think she was very well done. Uh, she's sinister. 
but she has that like frontward appearance of like being the sweet fairy godmother, right? Like I'm your fairy godmother. Yep. I, anything you need, I'm just a teardrop away, you know, all that stuff. Um, I'll say that I think there are uh, two characters that were really good additions to this film. It's Fairy Godmother and Puss in Boots. Like I think Puss in Boots fits. Uh, Puss in Boots is great. Is perfect, right? Antonio Banderas playing a, a spoof of like a character from a movie that he was the main character in, right? Yeah, it was Zorro, right? Am I am I off the mark there? I think I think it's Zorro. <laughs> I would imagine. I would imagine that it's Zorro. Uh, I think it's Zorro. Yeah. Yeah, it's the mask of Zorro. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, Puss in Boots is great. Mm-hmm. I love Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything else to say um, about on that? <laughs> no, I just like I. I just think like he. I think it's funny because Shrek can be so meta with itself, mm-hmm. where it's like donkeys even saying like we already have an annoying talking animal. Right. Like, what are you doing here? Um, I think those kind of moments are really well. Uh, I didn't really care for Prince Charming, but I don't. He didn't. It, it, there's nothing to like there, which I think is the point. I think he, he's so that bland to me. I enjoyed Prince Charming more than I enjoyed Prince Farquaad or Lord Farquaad because I okay. ha- I hate Lord Farquaad. Okay, fair. He's okay. like pure. Yeah. He's like pure annoying. I feel like Prince Charming has a little bit of depth, not much. Not much at all, but like a little bit more depth. He's just a, he's a man child. He's mummy, right? So he's <laughs> mummy. He's been pampered by this like all bene- or this all uh, potent being basically to have like whatever he's ever wanted, and at the end of the day, he, he's also trying like like he's trying to please Fiona. He just he just isn't Shrek, yep. right? So I feel yeah. like he's less less malevolent than. Lord Farquaad was. Lord Farquaad was just like straight up evil, you know? Yeah, I don't think Charming's evil by any means. I think he's honestly, as bad as it sounds, I think he, if you had to ask him, I think he would be confused as to why it's not going his way. Right, yeah. Be- because because everything goes his way. Right, he's a little weak, you know? weak-willed. He doesn't like yeah. speak up for himself or anything. He just like does whatever his mom tells him to do, you know? Yeah. Um I think the uh oh no I hear Hollis crying. I hope he's okay. I bet he's hungry. Um I think her parents were done well. I think um there's a lot of conflict in Harold that I think comes across nicely. I think her mom, like he said, I think her mom gets it. I think she's mm-hmm. uh very well done. I I and and you know what's funny is that I think when the other characters come into the fold again, to kind of save them. I think it works. It's not like it's, oh, look, here, they're still here. It's like, it's like, oh, of course they come to help them. You know, it's like, all right, right this is sweet. I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. I think it was really well done. I think there's a lot of nuance to all the different relationships between the characters. Yeah. Especially between Shrek, Fiona, and Fiona's parents. Like, there's a lot of nuance there that, that gets portrayed very well. Um, and I don't feel like any characters really get glossed over. Like, you were talking about Big Bad Wolf, Three Blind Mice, Pinocchio, yep. um, uh, Gingerbread Man. They still have a role in the movie, right? They help break them out. They help yep. get them through the gate. Um, they sing at the end, I think. <laughs> or they're at least like partying, you know. Um, very well done. I just think this film yeah. does everything that the first film did better. Like this, is, First and foremost, this is a comedy franchise. And the these jokes hit 
harder for me. Like the, I, there were more of them. Like I yeah. didn't feel like any jokes missed. Right. Um, it's also like a love story, and this is about like after the 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 happily ever after. There's still conflict, which is like important to for yep for little people to you know <laughs> learn to understand right that once you say will you be my girlfriend and she says yes that's not just mm-hmm. you know peaches and cream like life still happens right um yeah i will say that and you know what's funny is that when i watched this movie i was telling hannah i said i think shrek one is still my favorite by a little bit okay um but as i talk through it, i don't know if that's actually entirely true because well shrek one's the I original th- so like you can't yeah top it I right know. But I'm saying, like, I think this movie was better paced, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Like, I really do think it was better paced because it was it was quick, but it wasn't too quick. Like, it mm-hmm. was just it it kept it kept up with itself. And there's a lot of good jokes. A lot of, I think the third act of this movie was better than the first. Yeah, right. Um, for sure. Whereas I, I can't even. It just like so it sh- felt higher stakes. Maybe I don't know. Well, it definitely felt higher stakes, even though it was literally like the same thing. You got to get there before you know night, yeah, nightfall. Yeah, it was. Kind of it thing. was. Um, but I don't know. It was just done better. Uh, but the plot. So the plot for the first movie was like uh, Shrek meets Donkey, Shrek meets Lord Farquaad, Shrek meets Princess Fiona. Princess Fiona and Shrek fall in love. Uh, Princess Fiona tr- almost marries Lord Farquaad. Shrek saves the day, and like that's it, right? So it's very like. It feels like a like a parabola that goes up and then it comes back down. This film I felt like had m- a more interesting plot, right? Yeah. It yeah. had. I mean, uh, right off the bat, there's like conflict because they got to go meet the in-laws and Shrek doesn't want to. <laughs> He's already stressed. She's stressed. They meet. There's like a murder for hire plot. Uh, uh, meanwhile, like I, f- for some reason. When I came into this film, or came into this watch of the film, because I haven't seen this in a while, I was under the impression that uh, Fiona's mom was also like in on it, but she's not. She's completely oblivious. She doesn't know that her husband is a is a frog who also wants to kill her, kill his uh, yeah. son-in-law, right? And I don't know. There's just a lot of nuance. There's a lot of plot points that I feel are well done. I feel like I'm talking in circles here. No, it's fine. I I don't. You know, like I think. I apologize for anybody who wanted us to like actually walk through the narrative, but um, these movies like it's so you just dive right into them. Like, and I I don't know if there's much more to say. Like, I mm-hmm. it really in a weird way it is sort of the same story, right? You know what I mean? But it's done in a way that feels fresh, and it it doesn't it doesn't like it reinforces its message, but it doesn't beat you across the head with it. You know what I mean? Where it's not like, mm-hmm. you're like, I get it. It's like, oh, this is, and it's just, this, these movies are so genuine to me that it just, it works really well. Um, and I think having uh, the perspectives change where it shows that Shrek can struggle with his perspective of his own identity and what he needs to be, mm-hmm. you know, where it was Fiona and Shrek 1 said, I need to be beautiful to be a princess. And Shrek now is saying, I need, I need to be a prince to be loved by you. And it's like, no, you know, you need to be who you are. Um, I do think the the jokes in this one I think maybe land better for me. There's just, and it's just so self-referential that it's so funny. Like it just it knows what it is, right? It just, yeah. it just you know what I'm saying. Like it knows what it is. Um, I have one. I, don't know, I really really liked it. I have one more thing that that'll tip the scale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the DVD, when you bought this DVD back in the day, it came with like you know special features just like the first one did. 
it had something called Far Far Away Idol. Do you remember Far Far Away Idol? No, I've never seen that, but it sounds great. You got to look it up online. It's got Simon Cowell in it. It's like Shrek, Fiona, and Simon Cowell are judges judging all the like other characters singing. You you got that's great. You've got uh um uh who who did so I, I'm drawing a blank. Larry King played what character? Oh, the ugly stepsister. The ugly ste- Larry King sings on Far Far Away Idol. I love it. That's great. Uh, and, and at the end, uh, Simon Cowell says, you all suck, I'm the best, and then he sings a song. I don't know if it's really <laughs> him, but it's just it's it's just great. Um, that, that was one of my favorite things about these films was, was the special features on the DVDs. It, it, I feel like they don't do stuff like that anymore. I want a DVD with no. games on it, man. You know? That was the lost art, man. That was a lost art. You know, like, <laughs> now, man, it's so funny how the industry changes, but... I remember those days when you see like you'd watch the trailers for the next next se- like next season's DVDs that were going to be released. Mm-hmm. They're all trailers around the DVD mm-hmm. on the special features. Um, those were the yeah, days. Man, so because then a DVD was like a time capsule. You knew you had a point of reference for like what what was coming after it. You know what I mean? You could like yep. place it in your mind of like where it was because you would watch a movie and then watch the trailer for the movies that were coming up. It's great. Yeah, bring it back. I remember, like, you'd hit play, and it'd be like, it'd be like, uh, you'd see trailers, and be like, no, please enjoy our feature presentation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, this is, man, this is not how it is anymore. Now it's like, just YouTube it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we're at an hour, so, I mean, I, I'm cool with wrapping it up, I think. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I really did. I was skeptical. I hadn't seen it in like probably 15 years. And so I was skeptical to be like, is this better than the first one? But I really, uh, it might be. It's it's at least tied for me. Okay. That's fair. Rotten Tomatoes yeah. has them neck and neck. I think uh, yeah. fans enjoyed the first one more, which makes sense. I mean, all the memes really? surrounding it, there's probably people just like boosting that score. Right? Yeah. Um, Shrek 2 is a little bit higher there with critics, right? I th- it's like about 1%. Is it? I thought Shrek One was one point higher. No, you're right. Shrek Two is one percent more fresh. Yeah. So we're backed up by the critics. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would agree. I mean, I think I just I love them. Mm-hmm. The, now Shrek the Third has a lower score, so we'll see that going in. But I don't think um, I've. I, I really don't think I've seen Shrek the Third. So this is new I don't territory for me. Well, so when Shrek One came out, we would have been what eight years old. Mm-hmm. And when Shrek 2 came out, we would have been uh, 11. One second. Shrek the third, we would have been 14. Yeah. And when 14, we're like, no, nah, we're too cool for that. <laughs> when I was 14, just to give you a, a point of reference, uh, Ty- Tyler and I, our, our childhood friend Tyler, uh, he lives in Nashville. Who I ran into like a month ago. Yeah, in down here in in, in Peach tr- Peaches, um, Peaches. <laughs> you almost said it. <gasps> um, <laughs> I feel like we've said it in the past. Anyways, yeah, whatever. Um, we were we were fourteen, and I convinced my parents to take us to go see Superbad in theaters. So, <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> it's a it's a great movie. I love that movie with some unfortunate uh, uh, jokes that are at the expense of certain groups of people. Yes, um, they have an age as well. Which I I mean at least Seth Rogen has has owned that. Yeah, like he's he's, he's very vocal about how yeah. you know he wishes he hadn't written those jokes and stuff. So, 
Um, but anyway, yeah, so I uh, look forward to uh, um, finishing the series out. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those that I'm afraid is the cliche. It starts out strong, and then as long as you just keep going, it'll just ruin itself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Which, which a lot of things do. I mean, a lot but of that's a common... It's hard to stick a landing. But, Hunter, if you could spend $150 bucks on a movie and make $919.8 in the box office, you would crank out two more movies in a spinoff. Oh. And yeah. video games and TV shows. Heck yeah. Totally. 100%. Um, but cool. You got any uh, final thoughts as we wrap this up? What's your ranking? Is, is Shrek 2 still number one for you? It, In terms of quality, I, Shrek 2 is better. Um, in terms of like the memes and just like the, the culture of like making, like the, the, the strongest part of Shrek 1 for me. The thing that comes up the most is the ogres are like onions. Like a lot of people <laughs> really take that to heart. <laughs> you know? It's true though. It is, yeah. I, I will say that I think as far as films go, Shrek 2 I think maybe is a little bit better. I, I'll, 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 I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. I think as far as overall impact on the industry, I think Shrek 1 obviously because without Shrek 1, there's no Shrek 2. I'm not wrong. Hey, sorry, I lost you there for a second, but I'll agree with you. You're not wrong. No, I said without. I said as far as impact goes, I think Shrek one because without Shrek one, there's no Shrek two. Oh yeah, right for sure. Shrek one has a bigger impact. What's happening on your computer? Because your face is flashing. Oh, I've got the uh, (laughs) the Hawks game on. (laughs) What's the score? Uh, It's all tied up, seventeen seventeen. Okay, cool. Uh, well, on that note, a uh, couple of things, uh, housekeeping things, but then, then we, we've, we've got a, a Hawks game to go watch. Go mm-hmm. Hawks. Game uh, seven, baby. Game seven, baby. Uh, real quick, me and Zach are uh, in the process. Well, tentatively, we've started the process. We, I think we're going to try and have some guests at some point on the show. Um, yeah. So if we bring somebody on, we hope you guys enjoy that. There's no plans as of now to do that. Mm-hmm. in these like concrete times but um if you i hope everybody's like okay we, we might do a couple one-offs after this just to kind of maybe i don't know i'm gonna be talking out my ass right here um, you know i think one-offs are a good idea let's let's just put this yeah. out there and and and, and well, like, i think because like i don't really want to do strike the third <laughs> well we have to finish rack for grant Right, for Grant. Uh, well, yeah, yes. but I'm saying for future, we, we don't have to finish out a series. We can do some one-offs, you know. Every, yeah, that's every, fine. Here and there. I, we so can cherry like pick my, a little bit. My older brother wants to do Airplane. I'm not sure if you've ever seen Airplane. Airplane is um, a brilliant, brilliant film. Yeah, so like those kind of things. Um, but so we're going we're gonna to try and keep expanding this thing for everybody after listening. Uh, and also, shout out, Grant finally answered... <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Grant. Grant Thank you for final answer. Grant from Nashville. He's moving down to Atlanta. He said, "Gonna join us in the in the ATL." Mm-hmm. Maybe we can grab um, dinner with him. Wouldn't that be cool? Maybe let's just hang out with Grant. Yeah, uh, and whoever his who, whoever his friends are, I'd hang out with Grant. Friend, he said his his friend introduced him to the podcast. So whoever Grant's friend is, shout thank out you for listening. Shout out to you. And then he said his other friend reminded him that we did the episode of Shrek. So to Grant's other friend who listens to the podcast, thank you. Shout out to Grant's other friend. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Zach, if you want to wrap us up, where can they find us and how can they reach us? 
As always, you can find us on Twitter at B-I-I-G Podcast. You can send us an email at B-I-I-G Podcast at gmail.com. You can hit up Hunter on the Instagram at But Is It Good Podcast. If you mm-hmm. have any uh, constructive criticism, any feedback, any movies you would like us to review, good, bad, ugly, if you want us to do the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, let us know. Yep. Uh, please uh, like, subscribe, share. Um, and if you want to just say hello, please say, just tell us where you're from. How'd you find us? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's your favorite episode? What do you like? What, what should we do next? What's the next series we should do? If you want to have a one-off, um, anything at all, you know, um, yeah. we, we love doing this and we're having a blast. And so to our listeners in the U S Canada, Brazil, Italy, and Germany, the world domination is in process. Buongiorno. Uh, Bonjourno. All right, cool. We should do some, <laughs> some some Tarantino. You know, there you go. Uh, but cool. You got anything else, Zach? No, I'm oh, no. I'm I'm good. Okay, you froze. You you froze for a second. I was like, I lost him. He's gone. I you froze I too, but I could hear you. But no, I'm good. Okay. I'm, I think uh, next week we will be we will, we will be back in person mm-hmm. because Hollis will be uh, old enough, and you are not sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, good it's deal. Exciting. You good? Yeah. All uh, right. Let's go, Hawks. Go, Hawks. But if you don't All win, right. it's okay because uh, we're way ahead in the rebuild. We shouldn't even That's be here. True. That's true. Okay. And three, two, one. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.